You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Welcome to Webcology. Webcology is the show that takes you into the deepest and darkest ends of the ecosystem on the internet. Our guides will take you on a journey into web marketing and bring you the experts and the information so that you can further explore the web marketing world. Now, here are the hosts of Webcology, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey everybody, welcome to Webcology here on webmasterradio.fm, part of the WM, WMR.fm network. It's the 2nd of April, 2020. This is Jim Hedger from Digital Ways Media and Dave Davies from Beanstalk Internet Marketing. And uh, I'm entering week three of personal lockdown. My city is locked down. My province is locked down. Um as we heard just on the news, just before going to air, 90% of the American public is living under a lockdown or travel advisory or stay at home order. And, um, and for a lot of people in the uh, digital marketing world, the, uh, the world's looking pretty bleak. Um, clients are uh, closing shop. Temporarily, temporarily suspending operations or, you know, suspending their ad budgets. Um, the uh, major media is uh, really feeling the effect. Um, it's been a rough time. Dave, how, uh, how are you holding up, man? Um, good. Um, right you know what? It, it's... It, it, it's interesting having, and I know you know what it's probably going to either listening live as he often does, or or um, you know, we'll probably be downloading his podcast. But you're a friend of mine, and he's co-hosted with us before, uh, Jeremy Knopf. Um, and I'm watching him do one of the things that I think a lot of our industry, at least from what I'm sort of reading in chatter, there was that initial. So, and I'm I'm just speaking to our industry, not you know I know our listeners across a, a bunch of industries. So I'm just going to be talking about the, the marketing industry right now. Um, you know, there's that initial sort of 
crush, right? Of like, okay, these are the things that are happening, right? Like, you know, you were talking about like clients leaving or downgrading budgets or pausing campaigns and, and this and that. And that's obviously that that obviously takes a significant toll on an industry as a whole, and, and then on as the business owners. And I mean, it, it it can hit the ego and the pocketbook at the same time. Like that's that's obviously not good. Um, but at the same time, I'm watching more and more people, and Jeremy was one of them. And in fact, I'm, I'm sort of betaing one of his tools to sort of go, yeah, all right, well, there's nothing I can do about this, but what can I do? And, and just sort of ramping up, um, you know, some new tools. In, in his case, he's working on, um, you know, I've been thinking more about, okay, maybe finally, like, we'll get this, like, new site that we keep talking about, like, <laughs> you know, like push forward a bit. And it's like, okay, right, just that same thing that we're trying to tell customers, now isn't the time to hide your voice, now's the time to put forward a strong voice. Make use of your, right, like, make use of your time, right? Like, it's it's least we can do because there's nothing we can do, and I mean, it sucks, don't get me wrong, but there's nothing we can do about what's going on right now. Like, it's an external force, we can... We can do the right thing. We can try and, you know, sort of mitigate disaster. We can, in fact, be creative and, and put forward some, like, market share growth strategies, um, you know, with for clients or, or for ourselves. But at, at the end of the day, that there are a lot of things we can't control about what's going on right now. So do what you can control. You've probably got a little more time, whether it's because clients left or because you're stuck in your house. <laughs> right? um, like. A little more, a little more time might mean up to sixteen weeks. Earlier to uh, earlier today, the mayor of Toronto um, basically suspended all public activity for the next uh, four months. So for the next sixteen weeks, nothing's happening. At least not in my neck of the woods. Um, tomorrow, the province of Ontario, and I guess this 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 will probably go for for most of the, the nation of Canada is going to give a frank assessment of where we're at and um well it's going to, they're actually going to do what, what what other governments haven't done and and deliver the risk projections that the uh government authorities are looking at to, to make decisions um in other words tomorrow i think uh, my government is going to scare the bejesus out of me um and and 16 million other ontarians um in the hopes of uh, forcing us, or not forcing us, of persuading us to obey the lockdown orders, stay home, um, avoid people, don't spread this disease. So can you imagine, like, your business, your, 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 your clients' businesses locked down, say, for the next four months? Yeah. Um, and, and that is sort of what, what this scenario is for a lot of businesses. Some aren't impacted like that. Some are doing some, some, you know, wise moves into pivoting. Google's helping in a lot of ways, but we'll be getting to mm-hmm. some of those ways, you know, a, a little bit later in the show. Absolutely. Um, and, and, you know, I, I'm going to liken this to, and, and every SEO has, has hit this um, through, through their entire life. I, I've had since, I don't know, you and I were working together back in like 2000, 2001 or something like that. You would have clients, they would come to you, they would want to roll out a paid search campaign and then they would want to shut that paid search campaign down once they were ranking, right? And and ranking was a lot faster back then for like super competitive phrases, brand new site, give me three months, we're good to go. (laughs) In a lot of cases, right? Like you could do some pretty, pretty crazy stuff back then. Um, I, I, I'm hoping we won't see that 
in the generalized marketing world right now and, and, and in the generalized sort of business world right now. Because what I'm seeing is a lot of quite creative pivoting from companies, right? That are like, whether it's, it's you know, restaurants going, oh, okay, we're going to, um, you know, advertise. And again, with Google's help, like sort of market um, very specific aspects from the cleanliness, right? Which personally, I'd like that always to be there, um, <laughs> you know, but two different services and different ways that they're, they're communicating. You know, there's some, some local restaurants here that are now doing grocery boxes because people don't want to go out and they have all these suppliers lined up with tons and tons of food, right? And we know that this is the food we like. That's why we go to that restaurant, right? So, um, you know, they're, they're doing these sorts of things. And I'm hoping they don't do with it what a bunch of people do with paid search and abandon it once they can do their restaurant again. It's like, actually, yes, it sucks right now, but try and think about what you could be five years from now. We, 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 as business people, we keep looking quarter to quarter, right? And this is a very North American take on business is we need to view for this quarter. My shares are going to rise and fall by what happened last week. I mean, I kind of get that if, if it's catastrophic or huge news. But, you know, it, it, it's a sort of very short-term approach. Okay, let's look. Let's, let's see if the executive and the shareholders can look at taking the opportunity and going, okay, it, it's going to kind of suck right now. But if we look 6, 12, 36 months, 5 years out from now, we could actually have a much stronger revenue if we just take what we're learning right now and how to pivot um, and actually just add to that and then keep that once once we come out you could be a much stronger company exiting this than you were when you entered it it's not going to feel like it because your pocketbook's going to be a little lighter but if you do the right things pivoting through this you could actually look back at this and I'm imagining some companies will and I can sort of start to see who they're going to be I mean not every single one but the ones near me or the ones that are that are national who they're going to be and go okay when you're looking back five years from now the point where you became big was was right now right and, and you did the right things and five years from now you well you're not going to go gee i hope there's a pandemic again so we can do that it's going to look back at this and go that's that point and we did the right thing and, and when that happens you you just write a nice check for your marketing company and you hand it over to them or, or, or your business strategist who helped you pivot um, because it, it's what they're doing right now that's going to do it. And, and so all business people should be looking. I know we are. I'm sure you are. I know lots of our peers are is looking going, okay, what do we do? And remembering that you get impacted by these things and then we're, we're all impacted, but don't get me wrong, but the most destroyed are those that are not flexible. And it, it comes back to my... Keyword strategy is where I ended up building this, but it works in everything with business. Diversity is security. Spread out. (laughs) Keep keep things, you know, diversify what you can do. Diversify your marketing. Diversify the way you communicate. um, And and you will make it through this. Okay. Not everybody, right? I mean, there's there's certain industries that are, or certain companies that just don't even have the money. They they were exiting out living hand to, you know, hand them out, right? And, and so they, they won't be able to, to pull it off. But if you can, this this could be a, a very good moment a, born of a horrible situation. Every, um, historically, every major plague has brought about massive economic change. Everything is different afterwards. We do things differently. We think differently. We value things differently. Um, as you said, Dave, some businesses 
uh, we'll be able to pivot, we'll be able to hold on, and we'll, you know, remain part of whatever business chain they're part of. And for others, they'll be gone. And other businesses that relied on on doing business with them will have to um, find ways to compensate. One thing that is certain is there's going to be so much pent-up energy in the economy. It's going to be like a spring that has been... You know, when you smush a spring together and you hold it and you hold it and you hold it and then boing, you let it go and it just goes and all that energy bursts forward. Yeah. It's going to be a lot like that. <laughs> I think you're right. Um, so there's opportunity, opportunities about, and I think you made a really good point um, where you where you want to visualize um, where you think you're, you or your business can be six months, 12 months, 18 months, and then, you know, like 60 months down the road from now. Um Never, ever, ever in any of your careers, in any of our careers, are we ever going to have the chance to see everybody pause. So if, 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 if you want to reinvent your business, if you want to get really creative, um, pivot towards the needs that are going to be coming when we all come out of this. You're, you never, ever in your life, you're going to have another opportunity like this. No. You know, that's, I don't, that's I don't want really to sound opportunistic about, about about something like this at all, but this is a business show, right? Well, you know what, and I, I can't actually count, and I'm sure you have too, and probably a lot of the marketers in the audience who work for other companies. I can't count the number of times I've said exactly what you said. Like, I hate that I sound opportunistic right now, but the fact of the matter is, we are marketers, and our job is to serve our clients, and that is recognizing opportunity where it exists, regardless of why it exists. Right, like that's that's our job. Last uh, week we had Mark Mark uh, uh, Trapagan on yeah. um, from uh, SEO Clarity, and um, he said something that's just been resonating with me all week um, about being the helpful. You know, being there to help people, to direct people, to uh, you know. Right now, everything is disrupted. If you can be the business that helps the uh, your client reach his or her goals, then um, you're a hero. Yeah, and heroes yeah. don't get forgotten. No, no, I'm not, I mean, I guess as, as a marker, um, yeah, there are some opportunities just for exactly that right now for, for the clients that you, you are keeping, um, or that are having to pause and just be good on their way out, right? Like, don't be a jerk. Don't take it personally, even if you take it personally, right? Like, um, you know, we've got clients that, yeah, they're having to pause campaigns. We're still helping them out a little bit where we can. We're not doing full-time work for them. because I've, you know, got clients that, I'm like, okay, well, you're actually paying me right now, so I'm going to do extra work for you. But, you know, giving them little helping hands here and there because, A, I like them, right? Like, just because you had to pause a campaign doesn't mean I don't like you. I understand why you had to do this, so I'll, I'll give you, you know, some little free pointers here or there if I catch anything in the search results. Um, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll let you know, those sorts of things. When you keep your finger in the pie, which is obviously great from a self-interest perspective, but, you know, realistically... You know, these, these are just good people dealing with a hard time. Honestly, man, that was a tip I was going to give next segment, but now that you mentioned it, or now that <laughs> you've mentioned it, shoot. Like, yeah, keep in touch. Like, you got clients who are going to drop off. Yeah, they have to. They're, they're like, they don't got any money. There's no money flowing. There's, nothing's going into their cash deal, so they can't give you any of that cash. They don't got none. But it doesn't mean that it, that's not your fault. It's not their fault. It's nobody's fault. Keep in touch with them because yeah. this is going to end. And if you were there for them, and you help them reestablish in one way or another, you give them an idea, or you know what, just give them heart. Yeah. Like, that counts for something. And you'll get a client back. 
um, I think a lot of us are going to be really surprised by how quickly our businesses rebuild. But it might take a while to get there. Yeah, and one thing I'm hoping, and this is one thing that, I mean, since we're, we're on the subject of clients who have left, and, and this includes, like, uh, the same strategy is, is one that I'm looking forward to. I was actually chatting with a client. I'll, I'll go to how, the, how I, I sort of came to this in, in actually talking about it right now. Um, I was chatting with a, with a client earlier today, and I was talking about how, again, we all know this is bad. I mean, I, like, I don't love being locked in my, my house either, and I don't love fearing for, like, my grandmother, who if she got it is this does not end well for yeah. her, right? Like there's, there's this, um, you know, that side of things. But as you were talking about, this is a once in a lifetime, academically speaking, like the, the academic marketer in my head is <laughs> fascinated by what's going on, right? Like there are opportunities I will never see again. There are environments I will never see again. There are messaging systems that I can now use and have to, that I will never use again, right? Like just, just ways that I word things and great lessons I'll learn to go, okay, next time something bad happens, I know how to think about it. Messaging will be different, but I'll know how to think about it. Um, Messaging systems people will never, like, like Zoom, for instance. How, how, you know, we've been using Zoom for what, like, for like almost like six months on Webcology now to, to, to connect to the studio. Yeah. We have never had anybody troll in on us with, with like their live sex. What's the matter for us, eh? <laughs> what do we chop liver? Major, and I, I mean, this has been—it's been great for for Microsoft Teams. It's been great for Slack. Like speaking of messaging systems, and I don't. Oh wanna, yeah. I'm, I'm glad I'm not being trolled, and especially since I know that you know, really, for the most part, it, it's it's you, me, and Brasco, right? Like on on Zoom right now. So you know. <laughs> I don't know if I want to be trolled by either one of you in, in the message you're talking about here. Well, no, uh, no, 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 no. It seems that <laughs> Zoom gives away, somehow Zoom is giving away. Um, if, if, if you publish your Zoom room, yeah. you're basically giving away your ID. And with that ID, people can get in and take over your, your conference. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> that's happened on a couple of occasions, in, including at a couple of corporate meetings, one of which I, I heard this on CBC the other day. I forget which corporation it was, but... Um, it was a bunch of lawyers and a woman was doing a presentation and um, suddenly there's a sex video playing um, to the people she's presenting to. Oh, by the way, <laughs> I love using zoom and watching everybody watch themselves as they talk. <laughs> I know, I'm, I've noticed exactly. And I can't help it. You all do. You make sure um, something, you know what you brought up the CDC um, before we, we started our show today, we were having, you know, just a, a little, video like i think bandwidth um sort of glitches thanks brasco got that all sorted out and, and i'm glad it got you know that was pre-show um and, and when that was happening mary slapped the note on my desk and i'm, I'm going to mention this because i think it's really really helpful um was because a woman on the cbc was making this suggestion and it's just a logical one as you're going to bed at night say nine o'clock ten o'clock one o'clock whatever time you you happen to go to bed Start downloading your Spotify playlists to Netflix. Do it at a time when not everybody's doing it, right? Even if you're just like trying to help like the Jim Hedger or Dave Davies around the world so that they can work a little better during the day. We don't have a big problem in our city, but as you know it, we're pretty spread out. We're not. That, oh, dude, that screaming noise you hear from down south is Dan <laughs> Thies screaming, God damn it, I was working at that hour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And he's doing it so that he can work at that hour. And now we've got everybody downloading, but it made perfect sense. And it was, it was on the CBC. That's what triggered that is I'm like, Oh yes. Right. 
Um, I, w- I was going to mention this because it makes perfect sense. Is get this stuff done when not everybody's doing it. You're going to be helping you and them. Like it, it'll it'll be way better for you. So don't want to trivialize it, but this is kind of like a flattening the curve thing, huh? <laughs> Valid, but we're flattening the digital curve. <laughs> okay, on that we got to well, actually, we got to suck some bad with here. We got to go to commercial. Uh, but that, that, that's, that's a really smart tip. I thank Mary for passing that on, actually, because the web has been molasses, and that's because yeah. everyone's down streaming video and downloading Spotify and stuff. Okay, friends, you listen to Web College on WebmasterRadio.fm. On behalf of Dave Davies, we've been talking to the market. your better digital always media. It's the second of April, twenty twenty. Back after these messages. Don't move. Webcology will be back after this short break. Here's the truth you need to know about podcasting. The biggest problem you face right now as a future podcaster is the myth that it takes an enormous amount of time or effort to produce a high-quality professional podcast. Luckily for you, there's a solution to your problem. If you're an online marketer who really needs to grow an audience of buyers but can't do all the heavy lifting alone, then here's the solution you're looking for. Introducing the DFY Podcasting System. Here's what you get. 30 minutes of one-on-one training. A weekly podcast for you or your company. Distribution to almost every podcast portal. An embeddable player for your website. An ebook called How to Podcast, created for WMR.FM show hosts. And much, much more. And best of all, you'll start seeing results with the DFY podcast system within a couple of weeks. You're just one podcast away from growing brand awareness and engagement in your business. Log on to podcast.wmr.fm and sign up for a deeply discounted rate today. That's podcast.wmr.fm. For maximum customer engagement and retention, choose CleverTap. CleverTap is a leading customer engagement and retention platform that helps digital brands maximize lifetime value. Over 8,000 apps around the world, including Vodafone, Star, and Sony. Trust CleverTap to improve user engagement, boost retention, and fuel long-term revenue growth. Learn more at CleverTap.com. That's CleverTap.com. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Open your windows for a breath of fresh air. WebmasterRadio.fm And hey, Mac, we're here for you too. WebmasterRadio.fm We're everywhere. Webcology, only on webmasterradio.fm. Here are the hosts, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey everyone, welcome back to Webcology on webmasterradio.fm. It is the 2nd of April 2020. This is uh, Jim Hedger from Digital Ways Media and Dave Davies from Beanstalk Internet Marketing. And amidst all the stuff with coronavirus, um, our fears and our worries and our uh, looking at the future with uh, a little bit of trepidation, stuff is still happening in the search world. Google's still doing stuff 
stuff, Bing is still doing stuff, and the business of the internet not only continues, it's slowly reorganizing itself. Interesting uh, thing, and I love this little note that that, that Dave put up in the uh, in the, uh, the our internal chat room. He writes, this is going to make for some interesting overtime usage stat graphs down the road. Desktop. I mean, okay. At the beginning of the month, Google announced that they're going to be pretty much switching over all uh, websites to the mobile first index. Uh, so they're going to be, you know, judged on their um, usefulness in the mobile environment. Dave, I love this, uh, this, this, this stat. Now that more people are at home, they're using mobile less frequently and desktop more frequently, and that's showing in the num- in the percentage of uh, searches conducted by desktop. It's gone over fifty percent again. <laughs> yeah, I'm sort of picturing people like it's going to be especially interesting to me. Yeah, and hopefully we're we're all still in marketing and stuff, so we can look back together. I, we've been doing this show for like what fifteen years now, so we'll probably be doing it talking about it on this show. We can even talk about <laughs> me referencing it right now. Is going there'll be this like weird blip that there will be people coming in that may not fully trigger as to why, right? Like they'll see these mobile versus desktop stats, right? As as we all do, we look historically. Like there's so many graphs like that. I've looked at millions of them, and then suddenly for this very brief period, <laughs> like everybody, like it, it switched back. And, and I think it's going to lead to some interesting sort of head scratching and conversations. Until, I mean, obviously when you go, yeah, COVID, oh, right. Everybody was locked in their house. You'll, you'll get it pretty quick. Um, but I'm wondering how many people start by scratching their heads because they weren't marketing now. They weren't fully aware. You know, they might be 13, 14 right now and not even really thinking like that, right? And, and pulling in data in that way, you know, Every SEO has someone in their life. Uh, every SEO, like like it doesn't matter who where who he or she is or where who where he or she works, they have someone in their life, a developer usually, who they call Doctor No, and that's the person who says, "No, we can't do that." <laughs> and Doctor No is going to find this stat and beat you about the head with it every chance that he or she gets when you talk about having to have mobile speed. <laughs> I guarantee it. <laughs> very, very valid point. Um, yeah, well, you, got, you, you must have Doctor No in your life. You, you got oh, a couple of them. Yeah, I, I have many of them. Usually, they're clients, developers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't like, want to do that. Nope, I mean, we can't do that. that. Yeah, it's like, oh, but I know you can. But then at the same time, and we all probably hit this, where you need to keep a excellent working relationship with that developer, mm-hmm. right? And so you can't throw them under the, you don't want to throw them under the bus <laughs> in, in a different way. Um, I'm really lucky actually right now. I, I don't have, well, actually, no, I just brought on a client that we do have that. Nope. I was going to scratch that. I was going to say, I don't actually have this, but yes, I do where it's just, but that's early on. I don't think they trust me and that's okay. We're like, we, yeah, can't. they'll get there. That always happens too. Yeah, so, for sure. Yeah, dude, so they don't know that. Like, I actually probably have more time. Like, it's a WordPress site. I probably have more time in WordPress than any of you. <laughs> so, um, but I don't blame them. And in fact, you know, when new people are coming onto campaigns where I'm the legacy person there, yeah, prove it, and then I'll let you. <laughs> I'll, we'll sort of we'll start you off at really low levels, and and we'll move our way up. So I, I don't blame them, but I. It is annoying when it's like, no, but I, I'm just asking for a simple, like, I just need you to forward an email address. 
No, uh, but I don't think you understand what I'm saying here. (laughs) I need you to do this. Uh, Anyway, um, yeah, I think we all have them and navigating that is fun. We should actually make a whole show on like, you know, on like developers (laughs) and and SEOs and like, how should we be talking to each other? Um, We'll call it getting to Dr. Yes. Yes, exactly. Hey, that's a great one. Love it. Um, But anyway, so, so if they do hit you with it, like Dave said, just say COVID. COVID to them. Uh, mobile was a COVID casualty, and they'll get it. Um, what else do we have here? I mean, there was tons of stuff that happened. Google is saying we're going to continue to uh, improve search results. Um, I think it was uh, John John Mueller saying, and, and quite rightly, that you know, there's still people putting web content up, and uh, innovation still going on in, in the developer world. Um, and who knows? Googlers have time on their hands. I mean, you think you you think that twenty percent free time was was something special? <laughs> you should see what some of them got now. Um, and they're coming up with new ideas, new new ways to approach search. And um, let's remember, there was ideas that were had three or four years ago that are just being experimented with and implemented into um, into algorithm shifts or just thinking shifts at Google. So they're going to continue with algorithm updates. That's going to happen. And that's uh, going to, uh, you know, cause um, bounciness, I should say, in, in, in our world. Mm-hmm. Um, well, how do you feel about that? Like, uh, do, you, do you think that Google should lay off for a bit or, you know, that they, that they should um, continue working, working on the engine? Oh, hell no. Um, no, I, I think they should, like, I mean, and I mean that too, should they pause? No, no, a- absolutely not. And it's for the same reason when we were talking about that earlier. I, in fact, I'm telling all of, this is a unique opportunity to pull in, to get unique things done and get unique impact metrics, right? Like, no, now's actually a, a great time for them to be testing things. Um, because we are in a different environment. If you want to make adjustments and I'll, I'll talk about one that I saw that was an absolute train wreck and I saw it 13 hours ago and it's gone now. And I only know that cause I posted it into a Facebook group that I'm part of and then went, Oh, they've switched it back because it was a train wreck. Um, but testing these things at a time, I think, especially testing, not B2B so much. Um, you know, I, I wouldn't do big, you know, maybe big testing in local right now if I was them. Right? Like, and I mean, like, don't try and change your map pack. We're not going anywhere. <laughs> like, you're not going to get any data from us. Um, other than, you know, maybe, you know, as, as they're doing, show us which restaurants have takeout and, and delivery options and stuff like that. Those make sense. Those are specific to this. But, you know, don't try and change what the icons look like as I'm driving. Right? Like, this, this does not matter. It would be a horrible test. Um, one that they have just run, um, and it was funny because I'm doing, uh, tomorrow I'm doing a, a sort of, video conferencing with Jason Bernard, who I, I'm sure you know. Oh, hey, right um, on. Yeah, and, and that'll be a fun thing. I happen to be prepping it, and it's on um, SERP features, right? So we're, we're doing this thing on SERP features. And I was like, oh, okay, and I was looking for one specifically. The point that I, I was going to be discussing is don't always look for what's there to replicate, right? Like, go, oh, I can build a better mousetrap, because sometimes just the structure of it doesn't make sense. So build a better thing for the future structure that should be there. I mean, that was the point I was making. But anyway, I was going in to copy this featured snippet um, that happened to be showing up. And we were covering different sort of features. But in this case, it was a featured snippet. And it was for a conversion-oriented phrase. Um, And right up at the top is this featured snippet. And it was 
absolutely just sales copy. So first, there shouldn't have actually really even been a featured snippet. Like there wasn't really a question being answered. I am clearly looking for vacation rentals in a specific area. And, and so I should just get a list of sites, maybe a map, right, as a feature, right, or, you know, a certain feature, but that, that would be about it. Um, but this actually was producing a featured snippet to try and answer a question, but the content in there, and this was in the number one spot, the content in there was basically, you can browse our listings, like it was their description tag extended, wrapped in a nice little blue border around it with some site links in a different format than I'd seen before, right, like it was just, Absolutely like a sales pitch. Their traffic would have gone through the roof. Now it's, it's gone now, but I'm like, that's, that's an example of a test that would absolutely make sense for them to run. Maybe not with like, it was a travel oriented thing, but it was, it was broader than that. That was just the example I was using for them. But it makes sense because we're all at home. Now I looked at it and I could quickly see, but I'm only looking at one instance. This is absolutely horrible, right? Like it, it's, it absolutely does not match. If it had been my client, I'd have been like, fingers crossed, this stays a while. It wasn't my client who was getting a featured snippet. And that one, I've been like, hope this stays a while, but knowing full well that it should. <laughs> like, it was so bad um, for, for what it was. It was just highlighting the number one in a great big blue box and giving them more real estate and images. <laughs> That's all it was. Um, so, you know, you, you hit those and go, yeah, should they be testing? Yeah, now is a good time for them to be testing for queries like that. Um, an interesting test for anybody checking, and you know, if you you do, since we're we're sort of on the topic, um, over uh, Barry Schwartz, we need to mention his his name. It was reporting on another change where they're testing the featured snippet further down the page, like they're mm-hmm. including it, but in, in position in the case he was showing it was position three, but I assume it could be a little bit variable. Um, but uh, but that I find interesting too. So there's a lot of change specifically in that. And we had a massive swing in our ranking reports um, yesterday morning when I walked in. And I'll be honest, there was a couple sites where I was like, holy crap, this sucks. Um, and then all of a sudden this morning I walk in and I look first thing, you know, at the sort of summary report that I get. And, oh, okay, well, that pendulum swung back pretty fast. <laughs> so you're, you're, you're seeing some pretty significant volatility then. I, I was, and I think a lot of it is the featured snippet like a, a lot of it because when i'm looking at it i'm seeing what are the visibility estimates right it's it's sem rush is the one the, the tool that i'm sort of like give just a quick glance sort of okay here's topical and here here's the volatility changes i think a lot of it if i'm guessing and i haven't had a chance to dig too deep on a case by case i did last night i was looking through so i'm going to do that again this evening um, but i have a hunch it was oh right because we were in position two or one in some cases you know, doing well, and then all of a sudden, this horrible featured snippet slammed in over top, <laughs> like, dropped us down a position. But they're looking at visibility stats, so from position two to three is a big drop, right? Even though it's not a big position drop, because I was looking through and I'm like, oh, everything only moved like a position or two down, like the ones that moved down. Some did go up, but the only ones that moved down were moving a position or two. And then, yeah, today it's like. Basically, they just hit the, okay, click back, this is horrible button, right? And we, I remember that. So we saw that a lot back in the old Google Dance days. Like, And it starts to creep out over a few data centers, and back it goes again. <laughs> it was like, oh, okay. Yeah, they hit the Wayback Machine on that one and went, glad we can like just pull the plug on that, that update, you know, cascading. Um, so, yeah, I think that's what we were seeing, but it's definitely something for our listeners um, and for us to keep our eyes on heavily over the next few days, because clearly it's, it's in the area of SERP features that they're looking at 
specifically and when we think about who we all are and where we are in our lives right now makes good sense i'd be testing exactly that too and going how can i make information more easily digested because i have this audience that's all sitting right now with with more time than average for them um to be doing searches now at the same time um the one thing i would really worry about with uh with with changes to the algorithm with with adding new ideas um even with with experiments um thank goodness all databases have a rollback feature um (laughs) People are getting sick. Yeah. We, 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 we actually see Google My Business. Um, Google has come out and said in Google My Business, there are going to be mistakes. We're going to screw up. And in fact, we are screwing up. And that's because a lot of their team isn't there. Right. Um, there is a creative dynamic that happens when you get a bunch of geeks working in the same office. Um, but that's not the problem. The problem is a lot of their people are sick. They're just, they're just not coming to work, period. And so things aren't getting fixed. Phone calls aren't, aren't being, being answered. Um, uh, ideas aren't being exchanged. And more importantly, um, that, like, uh, three qu- that, 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 that large uh, line snippet of code didn't get inserted. So the change didn't actually happen. Or, um, you know what I mean? The, 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 the fix... Uh, that came back from the beta group never got implemented, whatever. That's the thing I'd be afraid of. Yeah. Well, and that's, that's very true. And that is probably why we, I basically saw a hit the undo button. Yeah. Right? Hit and, that and rollback button. And uh, it was funny because when I was originally going to that query last night, when I was putting the, the slides together for our presentation, the, the one with Jason, I was actually going in expecting to see a different bad featured snippet. Right? Like there was, there was actually a layout and it's basically, this should be a paragraph. It's not, it's a list. And, and the data is irrelevant to what the searcher would want. That's actually what I was, had found. And then I saw this other horrible version. Now, as of this morning, it's back to the old horrible version. Right? So, <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and, you know, I don't blame them because for the most part, they do a pretty good job. I, I get that this is an outlier, right? I mean, I, I, it's not the only outlier I've seen in my life where the featured snippet or, or certain feature is bad, but you know, for the most part, they're, they're pretty solid, right? I mean, pretty decent. I, I couldn't do better, right? Building a search engine is hard. It is. Um, so, you know, cr- credit where it's due. They generally do good, but I was trying to find an example of a bad one. And because it's in a sector I watch very, very closely, um, you know, I, I, I knew of this one. So anyway, it's right back to it had moved to the top from, from a little further down the page because its layout was different. And it, it's, it's sort of back. It's now further down the page following what we read from, from Barry Schwartz. Um, but it is the same layout that it was up at the top. So maybe they've just gone, let's just test layout first. <laughs> and, and then we'll, then we'll, we'll try a, a kick at the can at, at fixing this, like basically highlighting sites for commercial intents rather than answering the questions. Okay. We're, we, we got about a minute before we got to go to commercial. Uh, so one more little tiny one. Uh, give, you, you know what I learned today? What did you learn? That uh, PageRank is still a, uh, like, you, you remember PageRank 1 to 10, the little green bar? Yeah. It's still a thing. It's just not, it's just, just not for us. Apparently, according to Gary Eyes, um, Googleites can look up PageRank, the Google's impression, impression of a page. And you, you, you can bet it's not the scale of 1 to 10 that we saw. Um, that was for entertainment purposes only. But... Uh, John, and John Mueller confirmed this, although both of them said we can do this, but there's no reason we ever would. Yeah. Well, there you go. Today you yeah. learned. 
it's it, it's still it's still a thing, um, and you know what? It, it should be right. I mean, I, I think PageRank actually does have a, a a very solid value. I mean, there's a reason that it was originally built. Um, but yeah, you you can be certain that it doesn't look anything like those original patents, right? Like it, it just you know, which more or less kind of treated all links kind of equal and, and stuff like that. It's it's a very different thing now. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, it makes sense. Like basically, it's it's built on just the core premise of the more a page is linked to both on the web, but also like within your site, the more important it's considered. Now we augment that for things like position on page visibility, stuff like that and go, yeah, I mean, they've augmented it a bit, but basically it's saying the more that a casual surfer is likely to find this on your site, the more important it probably is. Yeah. <laughs> that's a pretty good way of deciding which pages on my site are important. Would the casual surfer model work? And should we be funneling more page rank to those and, and you know, pages with it? Yeah. Yeah. I think that makes sense. And that's a way of valuing pages. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I, I know I was like, I read that and I'm like, Oh, come on, Gary, just send it to me. Right. <laughs> Give me the link. <laughs> wouldn't, and wouldn't you love to know, eh? Yes, I sure, sure would. And then I go, oh, it's not at all like anything I've ever thought it was, right? Like, I, like I just like the, like, just don't even tell me the page. Just show me what you see. Like, blur out the page. Just show me what you see as a, as a value is, is what I'd really be interested in. Do they shorthand it to a one to ten scale, or is it some like hundred, you know, decimal point long value, which is what I suspect internally it would be? I, I'm just curious. Well, it's, it's the, the funny thing about, about people who work at Google is they don't even have to write this stuff down because, like, they, um, this, this, they, 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 don't, they don't say this very often because they're, they're really uncomfortable talking about it, but they're also smart that they just empath with each other and they just <laughs> think they just think the integer and the other one picks it up instantly just from the, from the look, uh, look in the eye or something. I, I don't know how that, how that goes, but every time I ask a Googleite, they get all red faced and stop talking to me. Yeah, right. weird. We are the Borg. Something like that. <laughs> Excuse me. On that. On that. We got to take a uh, break. Uh, it's actually we're we're rounding out the hour awfully quick. So this is our last break. Uh, um, last commercial. Um, friends, you are listening to Webcology on WebmasterRadio.fm. It is the second of April, twenty twenty. Stick around. We got one more segment coming up after these messages. Sit tight and don't move. Webcology will be back after this short break. Are you looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress, powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. It passes before it's noticed. A slight rising of the eyebrows, a widening of the eyes. It may be accompanied by an almost imperceptible inhalation. The heart adds a beat like a quiet exclamation point on the experience. Within a tenth of a second, the reaction has passed, but not without leaving its mark. Someone found what they're looking for. Does your website deliver impulses to act? 
can. Intended Consequences is the podcast for digital marketers who see their job as changing hearts and minds. If you're frustrated, bored, or in a rut, it's time to spread your wings with me, Brian Massey, and my guests. Find out how successful, curious, creative, and data-driven marketers are making a difference on purpose. Visit IntendedPodcast.com or find us where you get your podcasts. Intended Consequences, marketing on purpose. A health threat anywhere is a health threat everywhere. I'm Dr. Phil. A new coronavirus outbreak called COVID-19 started in China and is spreading to many countries, including the U.S. It's critical to get the facts about how to protect our friends and loved ones. While CDC is working with states and communities to stop the spread of the virus, health workers and emergency response efforts need our support. The CDC Foundation, a nonprofit organization, is focusing on immediate and critical needs that help protect our communities here at home and those around the world. We can all play a role in stopping this deadly virus. Get updates, learn how to protect your friends and family, and find out how to help. Go to cdcfoundation.org. That's cdcfoundation.org. Together, our impact is greater. This has been a public service announcement brought to you by the CDC Foundation. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. Webcology, only on webmasterradio.fm. Here are the hosts, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Webcology here on webmasterradio.fm. It is the 2nd of April, 2020. The uh, Probably the weirdest opening to April I've experienced in my life, and uh, hopefully the weirdest opening to April I'll ever experience in my life, or any of us will. Um... Living in a time of COVID, it's, uh, we've been talking, we were talking earlier in the show about how to, you know, uh, communicate with your clients as a, as a service provider. Mm-hmm. Um, most of us work business to business, our clients or other businesses trying to, 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 to um, market their products or services or just their very existence. But what, what about when you're, um, working with consumers when you're working with consumers who are used to you having regular hours and having regular services and doing a regular thing. Maybe you got cash reserves on hand and you're not going out of business. You are planning to be there for four months from now, five months from now. How do you communicate with them in real time using Google search results and, uh, you know, try to try to reassure your, your loyal customer base that, you, in fact, will be back in the future. Google's trying to make it, trying to help out with uh, structured data and schema markup for uh, specifically for uh, COVID announcements, um, for virtu- for postponed, canceled events or events that you've taken online that, that have gone virtual. Um, there's a number of things to do. Uh, I don't know where I'm going to publish. You know what? I'm going to. I'm just going to get together a whole list of different schema types, um, different markups, uh, different structured data that you can use for for COVID announcements. Probably publish it in Facebook and hope it gets passed around the, the SEO community. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I think, or maybe, maybe you know, I think it's important to get to to get all these things in one place. And more importantly, I think it's important for uh, search marketers to learn them. Yeah, very much. Especially, yeah, if you have uh, strongly impacted um, industries, right? Some are, some some aren't. I've got clients well, in completely neutral industries, right? Where anyone local, like anyone in local search, you you got to Google my business listing. You're impacted. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it could even be good or, or bad, but like you have a convenience store owner, right? Like, are they open or are they not? They, they kind of count as an essential service, but are they, are, are they doing that or are they just holding up? Right? Like having that information available right on, on a searcher would be here's extremely an, helpful. Here's another one. My grocery store is normally open 24 hours, but because cashiers are just, you know, they're, they're, they're pulling double shifts. A lot of them are tired. They need time off or, you know, it's terrible to say, but these people are getting sick. Yeah. So the grocery store is their, their operations are going to be impacted by, by COVID. They might not be able to open 24 hours anymore, but here I am sitting at home trying to plan to get my essential things done without running into people, to, you know, to avoid people as much as possible, I need the information about that grocery store as up-to-date as possible. Right. So I go online, I take a look, I look at the Google My Business listing. If it's been updated, then I'm getting fresh information that I can rely on and I can make, like, really conscious, intelligent decisions. Yep. But if it's not, then I'm screwed, <laughs> basically. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, it is, it, it, it's, it's interesting because you can have, I mean, like, it's the same as it is with holidays, obviously a very different thing with a very different, like, my emotion behind it is very different, but it is the same with holidays. Even if your hours are unchanged, you need to go in and put that in, right? Because otherwise, users are just going to get a notice going, hours may be different. <laughs> like, and so you'll be just giving Jim at one o'clock in the morning that confirmation that, ah, okay, I'm not getting that warning they are open. The regular. Did you know hours. I go you shopping? At, to do it. That's exactly when I go shopping. <laughs> at stupid o'clock in the morning when no one's around. No, and it makes perfect sense. It's the same time when you get back. You should be starting your Netflix downloads. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. Okay, we've only got a couple minutes left. Um, is there any story that that you think we can cover really quickly? Um, yeah, there there is one. It's more a PSA for yeah, folks. Yeah. Um, and it's over on Search Engine Journal. Roger Monty uh, had written about it back on March 31st. Um, when Chrome 81 uh, comes out, it is blocking mixed content. So if your site calls in from HTTPS and HTTP, it is going to be blocking that HTTP request. Now, <clears throat> its first step is going to be to auto-upgrade it. So it's going to take that HTTP and make it HTTPS. So... For most people, this should be fine. You've got some old legacy image pulled in from a post you did 15 years ago in your blog and you happen to hard code in the image call. It's going to be upgrading that to HTTPS first. But if you have third-party scripts installed where they don't have that HTTPS set up, things are going to break. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So... I guess the only way that, that, that you as a website owner are going to find out is if you download the new version of Chrome and run your site. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, one of the, the things, just a quick, if you want to try and get ahead of the game, you should have, if you're an SEO, Screaming Frog, 
<laughs> you just you you probably have that floating around. Mm-hmm. Um, I've run it many times. Just run it over your site looking for because you can actually put in like and search my code for this um, under the under the custom search. Um, just look for HTTP colon slash slash. <laughs> Send it through. Um, and you can do either or, right? Like, I want this in there, but not this, because sometimes you just have, like, schema calling in at HTTP. It doesn't even matter. You're not calling it in. You're just sort of crediting. So you can sort of block stuff out, have it crawl over, then dump all that into a spreadsheet, sort of export that list of what remains, put in an auto check of, okay, let's, you know, do a find and replace, replace HTTP colon with HTTPS colon, then run Screaming Frog over that list and see where it comes up with a 404 or 502 or whatever. Where it doesn't get a 200, it's going to break. How interesting. And this happens when? Um, ooh, actually, that's that's a great question. I've already started just running the crawls. <laughs> no, that's wise, absolutely. But... Uh... Um, yeah, I don't know when it's it's not in it's not in the piece. Although I'm sure I can now go to the Chrome sort of like outlines and it'll. So that's my step after this episode for our <laughs> listeners. I'm sorry I don't have an answer. I go over there, but um, yeah, they they do put their release notes in, so we we should have the estimated date for launch of that. Okay, um, not sure if there's anything else set that we can cover really, really, really fast. Um, we got about. We got about one minute left. Um, <laughs> shoot, we should time this. Okay, you know what? I, I do have one, and it, what it is, is a quick one. Google has ended a test, um, and this is on the ad side, uh, for monthly campaign budgets where you could go in and just set like a monthly campaign rather than doing it daily, which averages out over a month, but it, it gears the budget to daily rather than just going, here's my budget for the month, do with it as you will, um, which there are some restrictions on daily. They've ended their test. Um, on that, so advertisers who are in that test will be moving over um, onto the daily. So you can keep your eye out for that if you were part of this this test group. Um, I'm personally hoping they pull it back because I do have campaigns where, and it actually wasn't in the test because they, they didn't have that, but um, where it actually would be a benefit, where the difference between end of month and beginning of month is dramatic. And we're sort of going in and manually adjusting things, which has its own series of problems. Um, but having sort of a monthly trend and just sort of going, okay, hopefully Google systems can figure out that don't spend our budget. Don't try and hit our daily budgets early in the month. We don't, we, we, we do better at the end of the month on a, on a cost per conversion standpoint. So. Hey, last, last note. Um, we all have time on our hands. This is a good time to learn and learn and absorb information. One place you can absorb information. It's not like you can go out to a conference and learn anything, but you can have conferences come to you. Um, Google held, held a webmaster conference uh, in November um, in, uh, in uh, San Jose. Um, I'm sorry, in uh, Mountain View. Um, they've canceled upcoming uh, webmaster conferences um, for the duration, but you can get all the videos uh, from the last webmaster conference. Go over to Etsy Roundtable. Uh, Barry published a whole list of their videos. Um, March 31st, that would have been uh, Tuesday. And kick back. You can spend hours, literally hours, just absorbing information about Google. Good call. Google, Google search. And this is coming directly from Google Software Engineers. Uh, So it might be a bit opaque, but you get info from the horse's mouth. Good call. Good call. Okay, that's it. We're done. We've We've gone full circle. It's uh, 
God, this is an, it's just exhausting thinking about these times, eh? Yep. So, Jan, on behalf of Dave Davies from Beatstock Internet Marketing, oh, by the way, one, one, one more quick note, and this, this is actually not about you, this is about your wife, Mary. If, friends, if you guys are having uh, problems or issues, if anyone out there is um, you're just, just struggling to deal with reality, there's a lot of Facebook book groups out there, um, and, uh, and a lot of our listeners are part of the SEO Buddies group. Um, there's a lot of groups that are like SEO Buddies. So if you're not a member of the SEO Buddies group, there are other groups out there. Um, lean on each other. It's, uh, I just want to thank Mary for, for setting, that, setting that, that, that site up. I know it's been really helpful for a lot of people during the last, uh, the last few weeks. And yeah. I want to urge people, just talk to, your, talk to your colleagues and talk to your friends. Get it off your chest. Don't hold it inside. It's, these are crazy times. Okay. On behalf of Dave Davis from Beanstalk Internet Marketing, this is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media. You've been listening to Webcology on WebmasterRadio.fm, part of the WMR Radio Network. It is the 2nd of April, 2020. Wash your hands. Don't touch your face. Be well. Stay safe. We'll talk to you next week. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.